What's going on? Welcome to episode 72 of the Fuel Football Podcast. I am your host, Henches Bailey, and I'm like definitely pre code level, maybe even worse. Anyway, hope all is well. Um, excuse any of the coughing that you may hear um, in advance. And it's crazy to think that, like, it's just like a worldwide time of the year for you to be sick, right? I'm hearing the same dramas, I'm hearing the same struggles anywhere in the world America. England and over here in the UAE and there's only one thing in common the time of the year the weather is not a thing in common it's crazy right I, I just can't explain it I just feel like it's just like a I don't know it's crazy but anyway I'm not here to tell you for 15 minutes how crazy it is I'm, I'm here to, to, um, to send a message and give a message aren't I so you know the world of football has been very interesting recently what's been happening Gosh, now I've got to make it sound interesting, but <laughs> um, I don't really know actually. <laughs> well, teams are have now been qualified for Europe officially. Teams have um, been somewhat relegated. If you're talking from a Champions League perspective, teams from the Europa League. I don't know if it, they then trickle to the conference, but there is a trickle down effect in terms of European teams. You've got players that are now going to be played in a competition that they never played in before um, and elements such as that now squad rotation is going to be so important so you're going to have scenarios where players are given chances where they're not usually getting the game time that they would want and you know that's that's the time that's this is the time of the season now where things are going to happen and you've got to be ready I really got to give praise to Reese Nelson you know changing like really just um on a sub-max mentality and, and performance. You know, he just um, embodied it all. You know, he hasn't really played much, hasn't been given much game time. In his interview, he was saying, look, I just felt like it was going to be one of those days when I just sit on the bench. But guess what? You've got to do something about it when you're given that chance. And I said it in my WhatsApp group, actually. I, I checked in and I said, you know what? When Saka was looking to come off, I said, look, I'll gamble and bring Reese on. There's so many things in his favour and it's up to him to deliver. You know, he's, he's playing in a team that they're winning. He's playing with, a, with the strongest team. He's playing in his preferred, one of his preferred positions. So there was a lot of factors that was going for him in order for him to do well. And sometimes that may be the case for you. Sometimes it might not be the case. But, you know, the title of this episode is, gosh, what, I know the title. Let me just see if I can phrase it. What are you going to do about it? Now, this is not inspired, not only inspired, should I say, from the world of football or from football in itself. It's also inspired by a conversation I had with one of my good friends. And God, I hope he doesn't mind me speaking about this. But he has a real fluctuation with his weight. You know, he, well, it's not really a fluctuation. It's a fluctuation of the consistency of his training, which then has a byproduct or a byproduct is his weight control, right? So he will train for a piece. He'll look good, feel good, then he'll stop training and it'll just look um, undesirable to his perspective. So he wouldn't be happy with how he looks, you know. And I, and I keep telling him, like, he says, oh, I'm going to stop drinking for a period of time. I'm going to stop doing this. I'm going to stop doing that. And I'm, I used to do PT, so I, I have this uh, history and experience. But at the same time, because I'm not in the, the training world, the, the PT world, sometimes I feel like he doesn't take me very seriously. 
in what I say. So I'm like, bro, like, you know, what you shouldn't be doing is stopping a, um, a certain diet for a period of time. Why? Because when you feel like you're in a good place, you're gonna go back to that diet. So what you really want to do is slowly start making um, life-changing lifestyle habits and changes, right? Maybe limiting how much you're drinking. You know, there's not much good that comes from drinking, one. And then um, another thing is, you know, there'll be complaints that he would send me talking about the weight. And I'll be like, bro, are you going to gym? No, no, my schedule. Da, da, da. Right. And I keep saying, just do press-ups. Just do press-ups. Do something so that when you go into the gym, you're not feeling like you've completely lost all your muscle mass, all that, um, all those things that are related to that. But I'm like, just do press-ups. So you know, at 100 press-ups, 25, that's what I do pretty much most days. 25 reps, four sets. Recently, I've been doing 50 in two sets. But just do 100 press-ups so you know you've worked out. You know, so it's ticked off the list. You feel, no, feel that you've done something and you know you're gradually working towards something, you know despite your the schedule. 100 press-ups doesn't take much longer than 10 minutes to do, to be honest with you. Um, and so, it would infuriate me when people like him, God bless him, would tell me that I'm not happy with how I'm looking. Because then in my head, what I would love to say is what are you doing about it? What are you doing about it? If you're not happy about the situation that you're in, if you're not happy in the physical condition that you're in, what are you doing about it? Because if you're doing something about it and nothing's changing, you have more of a reason to be upset. But if you're not doing much about that issue, then mate, like, why are you even telling me, you know? And, and let's link that to football. And um, this is one of the most disrespectful things I've probably ever heard happen from, from uh, football. To be honest, I never really heard it. I just heard about it. But I heard that Jack, Jack uh, Grealish came out and was playfuling, playfully uh, mocking Mahrez last season when they were celebrating the trophy win. And he was like, I was telling Pep, forgive me for the inaccuracies that I might be conveying right now, but I do know like the main point is what I'm saying. And, and, and it's true. But he was like, you know, Mahrez is playing so dead. I told Pep he needs to take him off and bring on Bernardo Silva because Riyad is playing like Almiron. <laughs> and as hilarious as that is, because, you know, like, that's probably, that's what goes on during these behind-the-scenes scenarios that we are not really privy to. And it's banter. Almiron, you know, is not a bad player, but Almiron has been a player that technically has been... Um, Unachieving, yeah, not reaching the fulfilling the, the you know the the potential that he he possesses, and obviously Mares may be borderline world class, yeah, or top class, shall I say, on his day. He hasn't really been given much days, but Mares is a top quality player, and so he's referring to Mares as a top quality player that's not displaying it. So really and truly, Amron technically was given a backhanded compliment in some ways. He was a top top level player that's not displaying, you know, potential. Or he was basically comparing it to a player who he felt was not very good. Right? To just kind of show how bad Mahrez was doing. Either way, publicly that's not the nicest thing to hear. Right? Um and he probably wasn't happy about that. 
he probably had a personal gripe with Jack Walter. Uh, Grealish, Grealish probably apologised to him. I can imagine that happened. And he's like, look, there's only Vance um, to Almiron. And I'm sure Almiron might have even just ignored him in the DMs if that ever happened there, right? So Almiron's not very happy about this. Uh, let's just say that. And, and who's going to be happy about it? Or who's going to be understanding? Even if you do understand it, you're not going to be happy because now it's publicly out there. Play, fans are now probably going to get... A, um, onto you every season, maybe cheer a little bit ha- ha- like harder when they when the chance is missed. So Amro's not going to be a happy guy. And long story short, like I'm not, I'm not going to go into crazy details. He has done something about it. Whether it's a combination of his surroundings, whether it's extra training, whether it's a shift in mentality, whether it's a bit of faith for the coach from the coach. Something has changed and he has done something about it, right? His finishing's a bit sharper now. He's becoming more dangerous and menacing. Now, let's just say it was um, faith from the coach. It is a shame that it's faith from the coach that can change your form and fortune. Because what you don't want to do, if that faith in the coach is missing, you're now at risk of being missing in terms of your performance levels because someone else has not given you that injection of motivation. So that's a dangerous place. But at the same time, he still has to execute. So even if it was a bit of a contribution from the coach, he still has to apply himself and and be active on the pitch. So whether it was a changing in his training agendas, what he wanted to get out of training, he's practicing, right? Work to forwards, fixing that. Um, Whether it was him sitting back and realizing his qualities and realizing the things that he wanted to improve and the things that maybe have led uh, the likes of Jack Grealish to kind of comment on him in that manner. Maybe addressing that and working to improve on those things and make sure that those uh, fallacies were improved, developed. Something was done. And we're at that time of the season now where things are either going for you right now or things are not going for you. And if things are of that nature, the latter, not going for you, not going in your... your uh, I, in, it is your ideal, should I say. My question to you is that you should ask yourself is, what are you doing about it? Let's think about Thomas Partey, for an example. Oh, my goodness. So I had another joke with my, my WhatsApp group because um, when Partey scored yesterday, which was a very carbon copy goal to uh, Tottenham, um, the commentator said, that's what he does. <laughs> and I said to the group, I said... Um, I just literally reported that. I said, the commentator said, that's what he does, <coughs> quotation marks. And one of the guys in the group said, he obviously doesn't watch Arsenal. <laughs> so Thomas Partey has been someone who, even the Arsenal fans banter him. Every time he gets the ball, they scream out, shoot. Because he's notoriously, when he first moved to the club, he was always shooting, but he was always ballooning the ball to the, the clock, <laughs> right, in, in, at the Emirates. And he didn't have a good reputation. However, it seems to have improved. He scored two goals so far. Well, two uh, long-distance goals, very similar, which means the fact that it's very similar shows that it's been an effort and a concentrated... He even done a few of those shots in the game yesterday, I think, after that, and it was blocked. But you can see it's a concentrated effort. You can see he's doing something about it. He's done something about it. And, you know, to be honest, to be fair to him... For a while, I haven't seen him balloon a ball. He done it once yesterday. It was quite funny because it's like, oh, you still got that in your locker. But even some of his shots before or in between the goals had been pretty much close to being on target. 
And that shows that he's doing something about it. And I want you to kind of take motivation and take courage from those likes of those individuals. And let's just say Aris Nelson, for example, who came on when, whew, you know, he's coming on for one of the best players in the team now, took that and, and done something about it. He said he's been working hard in training. I'll believe that. I heard he's a training superstar, right? And just hasn't been that player that... Um, transferred onto the pitch but the point being is he done something about it and we're at that time of the season where things can really work in your favour but the question is right now that you really want to ask yourself what are you going to do about it especially if you're in a scenario where you're not happy especially if things are not going in the way that you kind of want it to go take that moment in time to look and say and ask yourself what am I doing about it and by doing that you want to kind of you know, respond by controlling as many things as possible, putting things in your control, placing actions in training, placing actions in maybe conversations and places and whatever the situation may be. Could even be team form, you know. Yes, things are not going well, but what are you doing about it to make sure you're better, to make sure that you're maybe adding value to your teammates, maybe showing clips of, uh, you know, some things to your teammates to help them in their positioning, or maybe having conversations or extra training to help your teammates in a certain situation. If you know one defender is probably not so great in the air, let's have that conversation so we can sharpen that up so that you can improve, help him improve, maybe uh, improve yourself in the meantime, and then guess what? Maybe there could be some improvements within, within the team. So the question is, what are you doing about it? And the beautiful part of that question is that allows you or encourages you to maximize control, right? I think I've said enough in this episode, to be honest with you. Um, great being here with you there is going to be a week or two where i'll be taking off in november getting world cup ready a little bit i don't know how i'm going to do the world cup maybe i'll do one every week or every day or every couple of days i don't know i want to run up to 100 episodes because i want to make some changes when we get to 100 but we'll see but um yeah we'll see how it goes and here we are i hope the episode has value pass it on to someone but that's a really good question for you to write, uh, ask yourself at this present time, maybe even write it down and develop some actions to make sure that you're building continuously. Shout out, uh, Albron. Take care now. Goodbye.